Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. It's a lovely week, isn't it? It's a, it's a cold week in New York. It is cold. I'm wearing, people like to critique my fashion as if I'm a, who would be critiqued? To, like people at the Met Gala, <laughs> men who go to the gala of, of balls and, and, and swim with the swans. Those are the men you typically hear about what they're wearing, you know, who they're wearing, uh, what kind of scarf they're wearing, they, they, they put on in the bedroom, things of such nature. But for some reason, I'm being singled out constantly with the hoodies. I need more hoodies. Apparently. You buy a good hoodie because it doesn't fall apart. It's a car heart. Look, I don't, I don't think that. Those men at the Met Gala are that much better dressed than you. No, uh, I mean, if anything, those two tuxedos. I mean, you try, you try picking up a bunch of wood in a tuxedo. <laughs> you see what happens. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, but, I mean, that, but you know, maybe you could have a, you, a, you know a splash of color in the hoodies. It probably wouldn't hurt. Like, uh, I like to be I, neutral toned. I like to be earth toned. Uh, I like to be like my Batman. Why can't I dress like Batman? But in my own way. Like, I'm not going to wear a bat head. Or whatever he has, like a helmet or a cowl. He calls it a cowl. Well, well, how would you feel if I, like, if I... What if I stopped a rape in this hoodie? <laughs> would, everyone would stop, would start going, like, wait, man. Oh, we were, we, we were the, the, the wrong ones. The, cho- the chosen, not, not the chosen ones. Well, then the, the hoodie should be in a museum. Yeah. And you should get a new one. I really think everyone's every rape that gets is that how is that how infrequently rapes get prevented? That like yeah. they would just put some guy stopped a rape and he's wearing this. And, they should have they should have a, a could have been a rape museum. Wow. Yeah. In, wait, well, let's think about this. There could have been a rape museum. Museum, museum of artifacts. Okay, the, so it's 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 stuff that's been donated either by women who were. Uh, Almost in the process of being brutally yeah. raped or still brutalized, perhaps. But who maybe stabbed their rapist to death. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, they get some of the, some of his blood on herself. And so, you know, you, you have the blood stain. Was she dead? No, no, no. Like oh. she stabs the guy. I, I, I just got really depressed because I thought this was some <laughs> kind of advice that they would give to like rape the women. <laughs> look, look, you're probably going to die. But if you can, if you have a knife, oh, we can defend her, ourselves. Well, no, but you can get stab him and get a little bit of blood on your body of his blood. Yeah, and then maybe maybe they'll catch him. If the cops but care, you, but, but they won't. Well, you, she stabs him. Some of the blood gets on her, you know, sundress, and the sundress goes in the museum. Like, it, it, right? But is, is she alive to like take her kids? Why wouldn't take she her a, kids and show them? Why wouldn't she be alive? Look, kids, this is the the dress <laughs> I was wearing when your father. Uh, got you know he got really drunk and and, and you know you know how he is. Um, this was a darker time. He's gotten better since then. You know, um, <laughs> a darker time. Well, I don't, oh, you think they split up? <laughs> they might have split up. Your father is why I left your father. Yeah. Um, I, the turns you were picturing some random man in a pantyhose, uh, like you know coming after a woman. <laughs> But that's not, it's not often not that. So if it's someone you know. So I'm being very, you know, feminist here. That's, in my, that's true. That's yeah, true. Exactly. And but uh, what kind of artifacts are we going to find here? We're going to find 
like also like the, the rapist artifacts. Your hoodie. No, no, this isn't about the, this is a could have been a rape. Right, but is what it, if like what if it was like a, a Cosby's the like, rapist clothes go in the rapist museum? What if they found a bunch of like Rufinol, like or, or whatever Cosby used <laughs> Quaaludes? Some like some like uh, it's like an old Quaalude container they found hidden in his jerk off drawer of his clo- of his dresser, where it's just a bunch of porn and like you know qua- Quaaludes and. I feel like they would just put those in some Hollywood museum. Uh, you know? Planet plan, plan Hollywood, that's probably yeah. where it goes. Yeah, ne- it goes to Planet All. <laughs> Next to uh, Jaws and I'm assuming Bruce Willis's, um, what, what does he have? Tank top? Yeah. From Die Hard? Right. He always seems to be wearing a dumb bomber jacket. In the, well, he was in the 90s and the 2000s at least. I, that, I don't know how he's trying to make that iconic, but he should be wearing a bib. Tell you that much. I like him though. Uh, so, can you think of any famous like thing? Like, what's the draw of this museum? Well, it could be educational. No, no, no. I mean, like, what's the like? Like when you go to the Smithsonian, it, it's to celebrate when, heroes. When you go to the Smithsonian, you're like, we gotta see Archie Bunker's chair and the ruby slippers and the yeah. and you know and the gorilla from King Kong. The dead gorilla that they used to film King Kong. <laughs> uh, so what would be in... in I, I would imagine that there could have been a rape museum of historical artifacts would have sort of the same draw, the same audience as like a firefighter museum. You know, a, 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 an old firehouse that's been converted into a museum. This is where we so go So you're to- saying Anderson Cooper is going to turn the rape museum into his house? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what he does. He, he lives in abandoned firehouses. Yeah. But... I digress, but I think you're missing the point. Right. I just Archie Bunker's chair, ruby slippers. What are the key items that like? Oh, we have like we can't not go to the, the used to be a rape museum. Whatever it's called. When we go, to the, where's it going to be? Detroit, in the in, in the in the badlands of Detroit. <laughs> like we can't. Where would be Orlando, Florida? Like, like, I know yeah. you want to go to Disney World for three days, but we're going to do two and a half because we need, I got to see this exhibit at the used to be a rape museum. <laughs> so what is that exhibit? <laughs> is there Not any, the used to be a rape museum. That could have been a could've, rape museum. Could have been a rape museum. <laughs> Different, yeah. Well, look, it, it's not really, realistically, the museum's not really going to pop off until we get a really famous anti-rapist vigilante. Like, it. Like me. Like you. Sure. But like, has no one ever prevented a rape before? Well, I don't think or anyone's... Or not even like prevented. Well, like, this is, this I'm is, sure uh, they have. I, I don't think anyone's ever prevented like a string of rapes that they'd be famous for. Right, if I'm the president of the Could Have Been a Rape Museum, uh, I might have to... Like, like I know it's about like glorifying uh, women who didn't get raped. But we might have to throw a couple because there's no famous versions of that I can think of, and you've brainstormed. I mean, you're you're my head of marketing. You brainstormed this. Right. We might have to uh, include a couple. Uh, I don't want to say successful rapes, but whatever the term is, <laughs> Success. uh, you know, finished rape artifacts. Like, are there famous rapes in history that like weren't prevented? <laughs> See, I don't. The thing is, I don't know that you really want to be like. Th- those would be like Confederate statues, kind of. They, that would have the same feeling as like a, a, well, a yeah. monument to Jefferson Davis. Well, like, look, I mean, look, but you could have, I think mean, there are museums that would like showcase the Confederacy. Sure. Uh, you just don't want to put it in the park. I'm not asking <laughs> to put like a, 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 like a, a rape bandana 
uh, like a rapist bent, like, you know, lucky bandana of a rapist into like, you know, um, Central Park in New York City. Mm. That would be crazy. I'm talking about having, but like we need to, I mean, did Jack the Ripper do any raping? Jack the Ripper, I, I actually, I'm not sure. Did he rape or did he just kill? I feel, like, I I feel like he did the surgical killing. He was a gore guy. Yeah. Al Gore. That's what I call him. Al Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we got to stop saying that word because, you know, YouTube, the algorithm's got to oh, hit. Oh, you know. we're going to get hit hard. I mean, we don't monetize, whatever, but like, you know, we'll just call it, uh, what, what's the word we should use in place? Because we're going to keep talking about this. Uh, dandelion. So well, what are some famous dandelions in history? <laughs> That we could like, you know, that, that like, was Cleopatra, like, was any empress ever? None. It seems crazy. Well, now it just seems like you want to make a, a museum dedicated to like powerful women who were taken down a peg. Like, it's well, that's like, not the intention. Not- that's not the intention. Uh, what, it, like, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm uh, Harvey Weinstein. Maybe we want his, maybe we'll get like Gwyneth Paltrow. To like to donate one of her candles that smells. Well, no, I don't want to get. Into, I don't want to put the image in everyone's head. But like one of her goop things. We'll, we'll have, maybe goop will sponsor it, and we'll do a Harvey. Wein, we'll just have a. We'll have a Harvey Weinstein wing, and it'll just be his like weird like mittens that cover his like animal hands, and uh, you know his, his the towel from his massage. Maybe a massage table. We're approaching that point in an ideas origin mm-hmm. where the person with the pure intentions goes you know what i can't be a, this, this is spiraling out of control this is becoming something i never intended it for, for it to be and, and, and this is time, at, at, and, at this point in our business relationship i would i would i would exit and, it's, it's and then the, it, and then you would create the museum and i would end up suing you well fine. <laughs> i mean like because it, it's a classic time for the man the person who is uh you know, dare I say, the Shark Tank boy, <laughs> to you know, like bring some reality into the into the, into this whimsical <laughs> idea, and go look. We gotta make money. You know, build. No one's gonna lease us for free this, this, this space, so we need people to come in the doors. So maybe we do movie rape. Movie rapes. There we go. Wait, look. See, the, the fact that it's like in movies, there are plenty of scenes where someone stops a rape. Yeah, Back to the Future. Much more so than in history. That, yeah. Well, look, that's sad, but that, yeah. you know. So we, it, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a rape prevention slash movie memorabilia museum. Now we're cooking. <laughs> and we'll have Michael J. Fox come, and he'll, uh, you know, he'll do whatever he can do now. I mean, yeah. like it's. Thoughts and prayers of Michael J. Fox. I don't even want to make jokes about his situation. It's so horrible. I mean, he, he might be happy, so I don't want to make him feel bad. But I think he wrote a book about how he's happy. All right. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's right? great. It's he deserves he he deserves for some of my nervous system to be ripped out of my body and given to him. <laughs> he's great. What does he have? He Pop- is he is so famously and publicly happy that kind of it's kind of enraging. <laughs> How good is your life? Like, yeah. when you, what, what, like, you go to his house, it's just like covered in like, um, like weird massage balls. Yeah. Like he, he, like he, as he, as he moves, he moves around a lot. As he moves around, he's like, he's in like, I picture it's like a, like a car wash, 
but with massagers. And he just roams around his house, again, moving very radically sometimes, but he's being massaged by all angles. And then there's ladies and and people with chocolates. And he's just <laughs> fucking, and people with feathers, and they do things with the feathers, you know? Yeah. Just crazy stuff. I wonder, and maybe this is out of line. Yeah. But I wonder if other people's if other people with Parkinson's like kind of hate him. You you have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's most people with Parkinson's. Oh, I think most people are kind of unhappy anyway. We, we we're not happy, you know, people in this country. And so if you have Parkinson's, I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe it focuses you because it's like it makes you focus on the things you like. But like you gotta hate, you gotta be screaming at the TV. Why am I doctor? Fuck me! My doctor, I have the worst doctors. Why couldn't they fix this? Ah! Like you can blame God if you want, but I blame the doctors. I mean, you know, oh, no cure. What have you been doing this whole time? You playing golf? I thought you were a Parkinson doctor. What's a Parkinson? That's gotta be a weird thing. If you're a Parkinson guy. No, oh, sure. It's like you just like it's like I'm gonna get into a field that like I, all I do is tell people there's nothing to do, which is probably not true. There's probably things you can do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, pro- I, is there anything we can do about Parkinson's? I yet? don't know. I mean, like you, if any if if, my, if anyone could do anything, it'd be Michael J. Fox, mm. and he seems to be getting worse. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. I mean, so maybe my my point stands that like they're, just, they're there. I mean, do you go to a special doctor when you have Parkinson's? Like a I, specialist? I'm, I I'm think a Parkinson. So. Yeah. I, I'm a Parkinson. Because I always wonder what kind of guy, for instance, becomes a gynecologist. It's a mm-hmm. weird move. Um, it's just like, you know, I mean, especially especially back in the day. Like, what is, is it lucrative? Like, whatever. I don't but, like, what kind of guy? Be, I'm going to be the Parkinson guy. Mm-hmm. And your whole gimmick is just like, you tell people they're going to die when it's not lethal, is it? See, I shouldn't be talking about medicine. You tell people it's going to get worse, and then you go play golf. That's how sick this country is. I mean, I think it does kill you eventually. I mean, I, I think maybe. I don't know if it, like, directly kills you or if, you know. Why can't we fix this, Lucy? Yeah, I don't know. Why can't we fix anything in this country? <laughs> what if we, should we do like a telethon? For Parkinson's? For Michael J. Fox. <laughs> just, just for him. I want the money to go to him. He, if he wants to give it away to someone else, it's his right. business. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to have to feather out who's a faker or not. Now I know, oh, who would fake that? Plenty of people. What are you talking about? I would. I, I haven't, but I mean, you know, it's like people. I can, I can see the people jumping on me. Who would fake having a disease to get money? Like this, all of my neighbors in this building, <laughs> everyone who makes noise in my hallway. Right. When they, when when them and their friends are just like going to the elevator and just giggling and fucking punching each other. Be adults. Those people with fake Parkinson's. Right. So I don't want to deal with that. It's so you hassle. just want to give it to Michael J. Fox. That's the only person we know for sure has it. He definitely has. Hundred percent. You know, this is great because Michael J. Fox, being him, probably mm-hmm. has some kind of foundation called like the Michael J. Fox Foundation that like benefits people with Parkinson's. But we'll create our own Michael J. Fox <laughs> Foundation <laughs> that's just for helping Michael just, J. Fox. Yeah, go like take take the edge off. You know? yeah. <laughs> He's giving all of his money away. We're gonna give a little back to him. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll and we'll buy him like, well, and, or maybe we'll just like we'll, we'll get we'll collect his money and then we'll buy him 
like a nice a nice replica of the DeLorean from the, like a diecast replica of the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I mean, we wanted it's like, it's like super expensive, but he's he looks not like he wouldn't give a shit. He he's we call it ten grand. How insulted would he be if we? If we, if we hold on. So we call our foundation and held on. It's called the, the Ray and Lucy Michael J. Fox Parkinson Foundation. And then, so it's the Ray and Lucy Michael J. Fox Parkinson Foundation Teladon, right? And we tell him about this, and we're building this up. And he's it's like it sounds weird in his head. Why? Like why is it named this? These guys are fucking. This guy smells weird. But like he's like, oh, this, like oh, you collected money. We collected five grand from our Park- Michael J. Fox Parkinson's Foundation, <laughs> and we bought you this diecast aluminum fucking <laughs> fucking replica of the DeLorean. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking dumb. He would be so sick to his stomach. <laughs> Oh, and we immediately, oh, can we get a picture with you? Yeah. <laughs> and then we have this guy come. We, we hire a professional photographer, and like, it's not us, but like, but like, he's, we tell him to do this, but he's like asking, like, he's getting all these different variations. Like, it's not a quick thing. Like, when I took a picture of my boss of Donald Trump back years and years ago, uh, uh, you know, before he was president, of course, I was very quick. Shot, shot, two shots. Mm. This guy's gonna be an elaborate. He's gonna be doing poses with us. He's gonna be asking, like, "All right, now can you, like, can you and Ray hold Lucy, like, you know?" And she's laying down with like her, you know, hand, like, fist under her cheek. Like also, I remember we're sitting there going, "We don't, yeah. we don't know why he's doing this. <laughs> we don't know why." Like, <laughs> uh, it's a good movie though. Back to the Future. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> So is that is is Lorraine going to be in our could have been a could have been a dandelion museum whatever it's called why not yeah because some of the money from the Michael J Fox the Lucy and Ray Michael J Fox Parkinson's Foundation <laughs> may end up being embezzled to go towards the could have been a rape uh, museum of historical artifacts I can picture but, myself in front of Congress now, I don't know why it's been escalated this far <laughs> to Congress but. Uh, <laughs> Senator Dodd, you don't understand. This was about rape. <laughs> it was about honoring women who had the wherewithal to, to stab their rapist a little bit and get some of his blood on them just to, to, to get clues. <laughs> to get clues. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. Uh, have we gotten to the, the, that? Was this what we were talking about? I don't remember. That was a really long that, tangent. It, that went a lot, a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, what do we got going on? Alec Baldwin is being sued. Ah. Uh, now, what do you think that's about? Is he being sued over the over shooting that woman? No. <laughs> that's what I would have thought too. <laughs> I, I would have thought he's being sued by the woman. Where is it? I'm trying to bring it up. Sorry. I thought I, I have a new thing going on with the, with, the, with the screen, and it was trying to be all efficient. It's all multitask screen, and I can't find the picture of dumb Alec Baldwin. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll just find it here. Josh Alec Baldwin being sued by Marine. 
Here we go. By a marine? Uh, yes, a marine. Why? Look, I look. He's, right, being, this is, this he's is, being sued by a marine for this, not murdering enough. This is kind of because it's weird. I assumed it was just Fox News, uh, because um. You know, guess what came up on the Apple News was Fox News, and I was like, oh, they they tend to kind of get a little you know a little juicy with the with the headlines. But everyone's citing the Marines. Oh, he's the brother of the Marine, so the family of a Marine killed in Afghanistan. Now, you, I know you're thinking, when was Alec Baldwin in Afghanistan? He's filming a, filming a movie called Rusty Cowboy. <laughs> It's Rust 2 seeing Kabul, motherfucker. Uh, And he hired hired a Marine to be his uh, DP, his director of photography, but he shot him anyway. (laughs) No, no, that's not what happened. Uh, So apparently, uh, there's a woman, I think, and Baldwin, after McCollum's death, Baldwin found one of the Marine sisters, Royce, on Instagram, and sent her a check. For, wait, well, hold on. I'm going to read this whole fucking. This is, we're, we're all over the place. Well, I am at least. But I'm going to read this. The family of a Marine killed in Afghanistan during the Biden administration's chaotic troop withdrawal has sued Alec Baldwin for defamation, claiming the actor falsely accused the servicemen's grieving relatives of being insurrectionists. But it's a weird, it's a weird way to go. It's a weird, uh, I, I can't see how you would get to that point. Yeah. Uh, Riley McCollum, 20, of Wyoming, was one of 13 U.S. service members killed in the August 26th bombing outside the Abbey Gate of Hamid Karzai International Airport. After McCollum's death, Baldwin found one... This is why I was... Sorry, I started reading this before. It didn't make any sense. It still doesn't. After McCollum's death, Baldwin found one of the Marine sisters, Royce, on Instagram and sent her a check for five grand for his widow, Gianna Creighton, and her newborn. Uh, the actor told Royce that the check was a tribute to a fallen soldier, but then this month Baldwin accused Royce of taking part in last year's riots in the nation's capital and called her an insurrectionist after she posted a photo on Instagram that she took on January 6, 2021 at the Washington Monument. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? This is, I don't know. So... This he, is like three different stories just mushed together. I think he like, just happened to send her a check, maybe. So it was just a coincidence, like that. that I don't know. That before she, he had sent this woman a check for her sister's dead husband. Maybe. Right. Like. Probably. She posted the image on her page on January first, ahead of the one-year anniversary of the invasion of the Capitol. Royce, who attended a demonstration in support of Trump, was not involved in the riots and was never accused of crimes during the mayhem. Oh, wait, wait, hold, yeah, well, hold, 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 hold on. Neither Creighton nor McCollum's other sister, Cheyenne, were reportedly at the Capitol on the day of the riots. Oh. <laughs> wait, hold, quote, 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 this is, this, oh, hold on. So it was, it might have been, no, it wasn't a coincidence. Or maybe it was. So he gave his money, right? Yeah. Five grand is his lady. Right. For her dead husband. Uh, and a year later, I guess he happens upon her uh, page. And sees this picture she posts <laughs> and, ri- and writes, are you the same woman I sent the money for your <laughs> sister's husband who was killed during the Afghanistan exit? Paul reportedly wrote on Royce's Instagram. 
When I sent the money for your late brother out of real respect for his service to this country, I didn't know you were a January 6th rider. <laughs> ah! Oh, God! What the fuck is this dick? <laughs> Baldwin is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, you know, I even though the comment says, are you the same person I gave that money to? You know he's just, like, stalking this woman's Instagram, <laughs> going, what is she doing with that money I gave her? Well, I love like, the idea. He didn't just I, randomly come across her page. I, like, lo- well, I love the idea that he's asking, though. Yeah. Like, hey, it's like, what a thing to ask. Are you that fucking woman? Like, if someone's capital right, whatever this picture is. Are you that one who gave the money for your brother's sisters? Marines have killed. Uh, and now you're, I didn't know you were a capital rioter. What the fuck? What if it's not her? Right. <laughs> the sister pushed back at the actor, telling him that protesting is legal in the U.S. and that she had already been interviewed by the FBI. Quote, your activities resulted in the unlawful destruction of government property. <laughs> The death of a law enforcement officer, an assault on the certification of the presidential election. I reposted your photo. Good luck. <laughs> Baldwin wrote back, according to the lawsuit. I mean, he just killed a woman like two months ago, didn't he? Yes. What is he doing? Ah, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, is your life changed change forever? You're that bitch I gave money to? You ungrateful whore? Are you a capital girl? What the fuck? I think this is him. She, I, like, I hope they deserve to win. This is like crazy. To, to me, the most logical explanation for this yeah. is that the works kind of started to dry up after he shot and killed a woman. <laughs> and and the work the work, yeah. And he's now tracking down every penny he gave away. <laughs> 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 Look, if you were in- I want my money back, you capital rioting bitch. That money was for burying your 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 jarhead husband. And if you didn't put him in the ground, I want it back. Like what do they think what do they think what, what I mean is he Is he just is he follow did he give people money and then follow them? On his like Instagram? Does he like? Or does he like donate money to people? Oh. And treat him like an ant farm? I think he remembers every penny he gives away. <laughs> but he like does. He, he probably has a list. Like, on, like when, you know, it's like, like you get. I don't have one, but you, like I'm, I'm, I sometimes get added to lists, like funny people or fat fucks or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. And like I and so like they exist. So he must have lists where it's just like people I paid. <laughs> and it's just. And, <laughs> And he probably like feels good about because he he knows he's a weird like a he's a weird like when he wants to like feel good about himself. Yeah. He like looks at the you know, people who like he's like oh I gave his, yeah. look at this look at this little kid in a wheelchair. He looks uh, at the lives I've changed. Yeah. Once. Give give you look in a wheelchair two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking and he's scrolling through his personalized feed. He might have a separate phone for it. <laughs> he pulls his happy his happy times phone. It's <laughs> good, good feelings phone. And he pulls it out and he opens the Instagram and like it's just all the the cripples and the and the and the handicapped and the people with Parkinson's that I paid off and all and, all, and, the, and the and the and the the wives of soldiers. Let's see how you. <laughs> I gave life to all of you. He's just scrolling with his phone yeah. and then he sees this woman in the Capitol riot like. <laughs> I mean, he's drunk by the way. Yeah. 
No, he probably regularly rages out at at least one person he's given money to, like, once a year. And this is just the first time we've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do they call her an ungrateful pig? Yeah. yeah, these are all just his daughter to him. Yeah. <laughs> he, thinks <it> wasn't. <laughs> he thinks she's his daughter's friend somehow. <laughs> like, he doesn't realize... He thinks Instagram is just like pictures from the phone calls. <laughs> I don't know. No, he doesn't. Oh. I mean, I, uh, I mean, how how long? How, how furiously was he waiting <laughs> after he shot that woman, and then did a press con like, like not a press conference like a what do you call those things? A sit down interview. Yeah. With the who was it? Do you remember? Was it Chris Wallace or something? That doesn't sound no. right. <laughs> Bobby O'Reilly. <laughs> Whoever it was, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, wasn't it Cooper? Oh, no. maybe. Oh, no, George Stephanopoulos. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the man who hid Clinton's lies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he just said, and like, I, and credit to everyone who said he was a faker. I mean, I, I, oh, sure, I, I, yeah. I withheld some judgment at the time. Because, like, look, you kill a woman, you're probably not happy about it. Now I don't know. Now I, this this is this is painted. I look bald. This is this is a. He's just he couldn't whatever. Have you seen like that video he did with the Splenda packet? No, what are uh, you talking about? I, I keep seeing it everywhere, but I actually haven't watched it yet. Let me let it, me find it. Let me. So I can. It's on YouTube. I think I have it here. Let me just let me bring it up here. So. Splenda. What the but fuck? yeah, man. Was uh, this real? I think so. Yeah, but yeah, killing someone fucks with you, I guess. <laughs> Why is this working? Went to my friend's house, my friend David's house this morning. He came out with his daughter. Uh, I was dear friends with my daughter, Carmen, and uh, he had a very unusual <laughs> countenance to him. And he and his daughter proceeded to tell me a story that their neighbor, who lives two doors down from them, went to a store, like a takeout food place, uh, Organic Crush, um, you talking? out east here. And uh, the woman, who's their neighbor, she found this. He's holding up a Splenda packet. Is there something written on it? <laughs> she found. Who is this for? Packet. She found the Splenda packet. What is going you on? You are one hundred percent true. Thanks for the laughs, good sir. Cheers to a new year. Love you. It's <clears throat> oh the Splenda packet. Okay. So someone, 2022 is going to be a good year. So some fan wrote him a note on a Splenda packet. Yeah. And he's posting this to the world. <laughs> he, hey, he claims. Look, <laughs> I know you people think that I shot some woman who I knew uh, for no good reason. And then I went after this woman who's a widow of a soldier because uh, I, I think she might have been at the Capitol. <laughs> I gave her money. I don't know what's going on. But look at this. Look at this Splenda packet. 
<laughs> what? This guy, I mean, he's proven he can kill people. Yeah. And he's this crazy. He probably shouldn't be on the streets. <laughs> no. Why? I mean, this this is this is the problem with the you know the the, the prison carceral system in America. So Alec Baldwin is allowed to just roam free. <laughs> right. He's gonna kill. I mean, I I'm is my opinion that he he pretend, he, he could kill again. Oh yeah. I don't want you know. I, I know he gets very litigious with the women he donates money to. But, uh, so I'm gonna be careful. <laughs> In case he thinks I was in the Capitol riot. Uh. No, this is this is a madman. This is this is this is. Uh, can we get him on the show? Oh, we should try. What would be the first thing you'd say to him? Well, we'll get him. Alec, can I call you Alec? Is that really, or is it Alex? I mean, I would probably say. Is it Alex Baldwin or Alec Baldwin? <laughs> it's Alec. Okay. I was asking that though. <laughs> you, you must know that. Well, you get me off Baldwin. Mr. Baldwin, thank you for coming. It's good to be here. Can I call you Alex? <laughs> Why would you be able to call me Alex? Well, I mean, look, I know you're a Hollywood star, but I thought, like, it's a completely the different podcast name. is kind of an informal uh, medium. I thought we could, you know, talk. If you were talking to Alex, first Trebek, name basis. You if know? you were talking to Alex Trebek, would you ask him if you could call him Alec Trebek? I don't understand. I'm just asking you to use your first name. <laughs> but my first name is Alec. It's very well documented. It's Alec. Alec? Like, like I've, I've heard Alex before. Yes, yes, it's Alec. I've heard Alex before. I've never heard Alec. Are you sure? Is that I, like a nickname? I assure you. Is that a nickname that, like, you're named Alex, but, like, they call you Alec? Like, you know, because you're... I assure you. Got, you yeah, a Catholic? There are many Alex in this in the world, and I'm, and I'm one of name them. Other, name one, one of the Alec. Name one more. Alec Guinness. Never heard of him. <laughs> Don't know who that is. Think you're making them up. Are you just... Are you, is that just a beer you like? <laughs> anyway, why'd you shoot that woman? What, what? She was, she was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Fun times. Um, so there's that. We, uh, I guess we'll talk about this Batman. We have. Let me see this. Can you hand me this Batman? The definition of Batmans are getting kind of loose here. Well, you might think that. What do you think? You were asking me before, what is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? Did I say it like that? Well, I mean, just, just, just like a shrew? No, well, I don't mean to be. I, in my head, it is. What like, is this? I picture it as more like legitimate anger. <laughs> Like, what is... Uh, you asked me... Why don't you have more money? What is... This? To be fair, I think you asked, like, is that a, is that a Batman? But I, I interpreted yeah. that as, like, are you buying other shit now? <laughs> but it's not. It's a... It's, it, what, what do you think he looks like? Um, I thought maybe it was... Uh, I know there was a character named Doomsday. I thought maybe it's Doomsday. Yes, there's a character called Doomsday. This is not him. <laughs> This is from the uh, Death Metal, I think, or, or Metal, Dark Knight's Metal. This is the Destroyer Batman. Oh, so that is a Batman? Yes. Holy shit. 100% Batman. This is, remember all those, all those variant Batmans? This one is Bat Bruce Wayne. Uh, I forget what prompted it, maybe the Joker, but he splices Doomsday's DNA into himself and becomes this. 
uh, just to help solve the world's most complex crimes, I guess, uh, in his alternate world. So I was like, you know, the world's greatest detective <laughs> uh, needed to, uh, you know, enhance his detection ability. Wow. But he, he's, he looks pretty cool. He's in, he was hard to stand up. Um, I like it because it seems like of all the things Batman does as a billionaire, it's like the most Jeff Bezos thing you could think of. <laughs> you know, like like after he gets a second, like another divorce, he's gonna be his wife, like you know, just he's fucking just making a a, a a stamp pad out of her pussy for Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. You heard about that? What? There's that picture or interaction. It was like there was a video on Twitter like months ago where they're at some party and she and she's just fucking gushing over Leo. Like you can just tell how moist. Her tasty cakes were. Wait, wait, wait I, I moist. Whose wife was? Jeff Bezos' his girlfriend. Oh, oh. Leonardo DiCaprio, and you could tell he was just enraged. <laughs> and uh, and then, like I feel like this is what I mean. This is a famous thing. You can look it up. Um, it's you know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like this is like you honestly, know, that's weirdly like wholesome to me. Like what is? Just because I imagine any woman who ends up with Jeff Bezos is kind of like a, you know, I picture. You know, a super villainy type woman. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it feels very human that she would just like be gushing over Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I guess, the, I guess the socialists on Twitter just ran with it because they feel like that, that was a win. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got him, boys. His wife wants to fuck Leo. <laughs> His wife wants to fuck another multimillionaire. Yeah. Well, uh, not another. He's a... Would you, do you think he's attractive, Leonardo DiCaprio? Like, of course he is. Yeah. You know, I, I think it looks like a mouse. <laughs> I think it looks like a fucking like a nice mouse, like a, like a handsome mouse. <laughs> um, no, I guess I guess he's good looking. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look. It's gonna sound phony, but like he doesn't really do anything for me. Well, good because he, he, he would never date you because you're not 19. But he's <laughs> he only dates 19 to 21 year olds. <laughs> a good thing he doesn't do anything for you. Well. I mean, look, you were 19 at one point, not that long ago. I mean, like, it's, just, it's, it's more a slight of him. Because, like, why can't you, you wouldn't bang CJ Craig from the, from the West Wing? I think he has banged a 24-year-old, uh, but that's probably when Is that was, true? That's probably. That's crazy when, if true. That's probably when he was his age now. So that's probably when he was 14 on Growing Pains. I still would, would have missed the cutoff, but. I mean, look, the, the, guy, the guy is, uh, what, what do they call him? A libertine? Is yeah. it still a libertine if like you're you're fucking younger people, but you're older? Are you still are you a libertine also? I feel like that's who libertine was invented for. Liber- no, it's invented for I think young people who just fuck a lot. Like young, oh, maybe you might be right. But yeah. like I, I picture Leonardo DiCaprio showing up like you know with like fifty now. He's like showing up to like the Riviera, be a hey, I'm a libertine. Yeah. Like, let me suck, let me suck <laughs> off your tits. Uh, <clears throat> I I don't. I, I, I think that, yeah, it's just like, that's just, you don't need a category for that. It's just. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, leaner. I'm, 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 what, what do you think he calls himself? Like, uh. What he calls himself? I'm the wet cheetah. <laughs> that's what he says. You know? Yeah. You know? He's like, some people like to call themselves, oh, I'm a panther, I'm a wolf. He's like, I'm a wet cheetah. Mm. He just says that. Like, he says that, he whispers that in the woman's ear when he's like, in a bar. Yeah, you know what they call me? 
<laughs> and like, and she's disgusted. She's like, "This is bizarre," but I'm still gonna like, yeah, have sex with him. Like, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. He crawled into a bear. He he crawled inside of a bear. Yeah, you know about that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, how can you not have sex with someone who crawled inside of a bear? That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Imagine if he yeah. would you wouldn't it be great? I mean, you think he has the bear and he has sex with these young women inside the bear? That would be crazy. <laughs> you think he saves it? Look, I mean, I, he might not need props yet, but he's getting to an He's starting to look. I saw a picture of him, and he was starting to look like, you know, uh, his buddy from The Departed, Nicholson. Because mm. Nicholson, yeah, look, he's still charismatic, but he's a weird-looking guy. Leo might get weird-looking. He and might. he's going to need to have that prop. Like, when he wants to bang 19-year-olds in his 70s, he's going to have the, the, the bear, the bear skin, the bear, the bear carcass. And he's gonna tell, remember the Revenant? And she's gonna be like, no, I'm 19 in the year 2060 or whatever. I don't know what the Revenant is. I, was like, I want the Oscar for it, sweetheart. Uh, why don't you read a history book or two? And she's like, what, what, what? okay. Uh, that's what? Why would that be in a history book? Yeah. History, the history of men, <laughs> of cheetahs, <laughs> wet cheetahs, wet cheetahs. Uh, anyway, but, uh, I crawled inside of a bear. <laughs> I got a dead bear. I crawled inside of it. It was a real bear, I think. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember if it was real or not. Was it a real bear? Uh, I think it was. I mean, it's a real dead bear. And he crawled inside. I mean, it's only a story if it's a real bear. If it's a prop, then he's just climbing inside of a prop. It's true. Yeah. You want you to go crawl into a fake bear, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking scoos. You for scoos. <laughs> You, you think I need you? I can get a million. I got women lined up the block who want to have sex with my bear cards. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, toots. Anyway, want to go home with me? <laughs> That's probably like Leonardo DiCaprio at his, at his sexiest. <laughs> me? Doing it? Yeah. Yeah, well, you first. Yeah. And then after that, him and the Revenant. You did the same. He's all strung out and like yeah. and confused the whole time. Yeah, but I like that. I mean, look, I, I get strung out like the Departed, where he's just like gnawing on his, his like the Departed too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but, it's weird for honestly. Like sometimes I forget like what a what a little angel baby he was. Yeah. Like uh, he was adorable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? You think a nineteen-year-old girl looks at that picture and goes, "I can't believe that guy." Made me do anal in a bear carcass <laughs> in the year 2060. <laughs> and someone's like, made you. Like, I mean, I didn't know. I don't, I don't want to go that far. He just, but you know, I, I didn't want to per se, but yeah, you know, I wanted to. I don't know. It was a bear. I felt like weird. <laughs> Does the bear carcass belong in the, in the museum? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, sure. Definitely. I don't want to accuse him of that. I think it's all consensual. Yeah, I mean, sure. Consensual <laughs> bears. Look, if you can call that consent, if you can call it, if you, do you think a, a, a bear carcass is such a erotic thing? The inside of a bear <clears throat> and the prospect of having sex with it is so erotic that you couldn't really call that consent. You, like, you, like you, if you're inside of a bear, if you're inside of a bear carcass, you legally can't consent 
Right. That should be a rule. Because you can't resist the pheromones. There's like, so they're, they're, look, the, the pheromones, pheromones. The pheromones might might as well be MK Ultra drugs. Yeah. <laughs> That's how potent. They're just like they're, they're like they're bear pheromones. And you just and you're just like mainline. You're just like sitting next to its glands, sucking them in. Mm. You're probably gonna have brain damage. Yeah. From all those glands and, and these secretions. Poisons, if you will. Uh, so that's the Batman. I'll move back over here. Hello, Batman. Uh, we have. You're a fan of um, vampires, right? <laughs> well, I'm a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, but you like all sorts of. Like, I'm not gonna eat up any old vampire shit. <laughs> but I like I like Buffy. You like teenage vampires. Well, not there's a lot of teenage vampires. You know, young, sexy vampires. I'm not a fan of like the Vampire Diaries, but yeah, what the fuck is the Vampire Diaries? Buffy is a classic show. What's a Vampire Diary? It's like a soap opera with vampires. Like, <sighs> is that what Buffy is? <laughs> no, Buffy is a very like rich, layered show. I don't know about that. I mean, it, there's 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 a bunch of well, okay. I mean, we watched <laughs> a season of it. Uh, it. It's fine. This guy, Josh. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, my throat's getting dry. A second. This man, Joss Whedon. Is it Whedon or Whedon? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. The unfolding. So I thought this happened like two years ago or three years ago. This whole Joss Whedon being canceled thing. Mm. Uh, but this caught my eye. This is an article that was on the, the Apple News from, uh, I think, Vanity Fair. And this is the cover. It's the undoing of Joss Whedon. See that? And he's got he's, he's posing the way like a fifteen year old boy tries to pose to look good in his school picture. Like when his mother gets him like those private school pictures, mm. and like the and and the, and the fat photographer comes around and like you know poses him to look like you know uh, he thinks he looks like a badass, but he just looks like a fucking Oshkosh Bagosh kid. Mm. That's what he looks like here. But, he, but my point is, he thinks he's like. Did he think this was gonna be a good article? When he posts for this picture, <laughs> like why is, I mean, he's scowling at the camera. This is so weird because it's an article about his, uh, and we're going to go through it because I haven't really read it, but he's scowling at the camera, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you know it's an article about how you're a creep, why are you scowling? <laughs> why, why are you giving us that image? But if he didn't know, like, uh, he, did he just think it was cool? Like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, this is my thoughtful, contemplative thing, but we're going to talk about how you know all those women were liars, and then they just they just totally didn't do that. <laughs> well, uh, did they did they take this picture of him? I mean, is that a stock photo? Would you do that? I mean, I guess you could. I guess I could be falling for like this could just be some stock photo, but like it it seems like the like when you have a big spread, right? Right. Like this is the kind of picture you would see. Yeah, well, these do look like pictures they took of him, actually. Yeah. The undoing of Joss Whedon. Maybe this is a puff piece. Maybe this is a coming back story. Maybe he's going to... Maybe uh, This article could be about how they're all liars. <laughs> I mean, according to him. Right. The undoing of Joss Whedon, the Buffy creator, once an icon of Hollywood feminism. Is that true? An kind icon? Of, kind of. For what? Because he, he, he made Black Widow date uh, the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> it's because, like, he... Okay, like with Buffy, like there is like a lot of short skirts. I'll tell you that much. Look, there there are short skirts, 
But there is like a you know what's feminism? a very feminist core. You to know what's the feminist? Show, which I there mean, isn't. You, and, and you and you railroading me like this. Sorry. That's funny <laughs> it's more feminist than this interaction so far. Let's put let's put it that way. <laughs> this is a funny line. <laughs> <laughs> what? You yeah. know what's feminist? Having a great <laughs> pussy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, look, there are a lot of sh- there's sex appeal in the show. Nobody yeah. would deny that, right? But uh, you know, there's a feminist core to it. Like Buffy is very three dimensional. You know, she's uh, yeah, I'll say. you know she doesn't end up with a man ever. You know, she's she's entangled in several little love triangles, but she never ends up with anybody. That just seems like sad. Uh, yeah, but it's not. It's out of choice, you know, because she chooses her destiny over the. Uh, she, uh, are she the, supposed to be celibate to fight vampires? <laughs> well, not necessarily like, celibate, but like you don't necessarily want to be like dating a vampire. Do, are, are, it, are, slayers, are slayers not allowed to take the pill? <laughs> so that's why she doesn't like fuck around. <laughs> Are they not allowed to take birth control? I mean, no, I they, think they are. I okay. think they are. But they, they, I, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm picturing some kind of like 1950s puritanical thing going on. Like, Look, there might be some weird ceremony where they produce another slayer under, under can, duress. I don't know why she can't have but, a boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. But whatever. Don't sound feminist. I think feminism is letting women have boyfriends. It compromises her judgment. Yeah. It, well, that doesn't seem feminist. No. <laughs> you can't. Ha- you can't go near a man without having your without going all ditzy doodle. <laughs> Buffy, the greatest sl- vampire slay I've ever seen. But when you get a whiff of some jack, <laughs> you go right out the window. You're totally useless, babe. <laughs> yeah, keep you away from the jack. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so, uh, first sentence: Once an icon of Hollywood feminism is now an outcast accused of misogyny. How did he get here? <laughs> he did stuff to women. But anyway, uh, in the fall of '02, hundreds. Uh, why do you write like this? I just want to get to the meat. Uh, this is in the medieval city conference. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> It wasn't just scholars who worshipped him in those days. He was a celebrity showrunner before anyone cared who ran shows. In 2005, the comic book artist Scott R. Kurtz designed a shirt that gestured at Whedon's stature in popular culture. Joss Whedon is my master now. This this is really overblown. I, I don't think he was ever this. He was the fucking weird <laughs> turd. Who, like, when, you, when you showed up at like Comic-Con, like, there'd be six fat guys. Uh, and they'd be like, I'm Jocelyn! Hello! <laughs> and like, he, and there'd be some girl in like, uh, dressed up like, um, what was this, 90, Like some girl dressed up like Balma from Dragon Ball Z or some <laughs> shit. It was like, yeah, kind of attractive. Perfectly attractive. I'm not trying to shit on her. But you know, but he's, he's not going after Kate Upton. Right. Or Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he wasn't a guy. Like, even the Buffy thing, it's like, it's, it's, Look, there are enough people who are into it, but like nobody really instantly respects it or anything. No, like, it's, like a, it's one of those things that's surprisingly respectable. Like it's like when you yeah. go back and look at it. I like, look, uh, hey, uh, Joss, uh, you're that guy who makes the vampire show, right? I'm mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. 
Oh. You know, I thought you were just some piece of shit turd uh, loser uh, who didn't have any balls. And your show was useless. But I had it on in the hotel room because my granddaughter, who's mentally handicapped, was watching it. And I thought for, some, for something designed for mentally handicapped little girls like my granddaughter, this is uh, it's all, it's all right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's how Scorsese Do you think Scorsese would like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. <laughs> I'm saying he thinks it's nice that, it's, it's, that it's, he has a, a slight reprieve from having to like fall. I mean, not that he doesn't want to take care of his granddaughter who right. happens to be handicapped, but it's just more like, but like he wants a little bit, he wants to check his phone every once in a while. So yeah. like he pops her in front of the TV and like it grabs her attention, the, 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 the men with the teeth. <laughs> it's, it's just the teeth. Yeah, the men with just pointy she teeth. She doesn't know that they're vampires. They're just like they're pointy. Yeah, they're she's... just men with teeth that really focus her in for yeah. some reason. Just draws her in, and you short <laughs> short skirts. Um, they were soon joined by Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia. That's exactly who I was thinking of. She that Cordelia girl mm. who he does stuff to in real life. Well, he doesn't. He he. Yeah, basically. That's part of the story that yeah. I knew before this article. But uh, she was always wearing very short skirts and Buffy. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I only remember that because I was like, oh, that's the girl that he tried to, like, punch the baby out of her. What did he do? <laughs> anyway. He tried to make her get an abortion. He tried to, he, he upbraided her for getting some tattoo of a rose or something. You got mad? You got a tattoo of a rose? Yeah, you like berated her for getting a rose tattoo. You fuck. I can't believe you. Caligula. What's your name? Caligula. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Car- 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 Cordelia. Yeah. Hey, Cordelia. <laughs> we're not filming. Could you just call me Charisma whatever we're not filming? Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Your real name is Charisma? <laughs> Cordelia is a fake name? <laughs> Why are you named? Why did you catch that? Why are you fucking named Charisma? Charisma Carpenter. What kind of like? I believe her, but what kind of fucking name is that? <laughs> Charisma. Oh God, I don't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> okay, hello, Charisma. Hello. I don't know where the riff was going. <laughs> well, uh, you got a tattoo of a rose, huh? Yeah. Why did you get? Why don't you get a tattoo of, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> well, why would my character have a tattoo of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Helps promote the show. I mean, unless we know you care about the show. He doesn't even know that Buffy is a vampire slayer, so. Yeah, but no, it's, it's, it, I don't mean that. That's crazy. <laughs> you think it's crazy. I'm saying, like, a tattoo of the logo of the show. <laughs> Let's just say, again, like, like I, I don't think look with, if, a, with a with a slight with a pic, with an airbrush looking picture of, of Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> look, uh, I think that would just be like if people saw it, it would be a little bit meta, you know. Like, I don't think this is really a show where people have tattoos of the show logo if, in the show. If you ever get pregnant, you know what I'm gonna do to you? <laughs> I'm gonna hit you in the hand with a hammer. <laughs> don't you ever get pregnant, you <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, soon joined by Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia and Buffy. 
Uh, whoa, whoa, angel. whoa. Can we skip ahead a little bit? I want to see what she says. After she became pregnant. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. What? Okay, you, you go ahead first, and then I'll go. I, I just want to work fat. That's what he's going to call her fat. Heading into the Angels' fourth season, he called her fat to colleagues and summoned her into his office to ask, as she recalled, if she was going to keep it. She claimed he had mocked her religious beliefs, <laughs> accused her of sabotaging the show, and fired her a season later when she had given birth. He wanted to see if the baby was hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, she's going to have a baby. Well, let's just see it first. And he saw it. He was like, nah, I've, had, I've had better. <laughs> We're going to cast that baby as a freshman in the high school. I mean, he's just going you know, to... It puts Bye. the baby in a short skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you, what, what you want me to skip to? Okay. I'll yeah. just read it. Okay. It's a little later in the article. And it, honestly, like, it's like, I, I hate to say it because yeah. it is so cliche. And I don't think it's always true. But it is amazing, like, how often it's true that, like, you just can't trust men who identify as feminists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's amazing how often it's true. Uh, okay. So here... It says, in 2006, Equality Now presented Whedon with, a, with an award at an evening dedicated to honoring men on the front lines of feminism. I mean, even just saying front lines is so gross. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? In his, in his speech, Whedon referred to his mother as extraordinary, inspirational, tough, cool, and sexy. Wait, what? Wait, hold. Oh, wow. Wow. I was, about, I was about to go off just because, like, the idea that you think you're a feminist, first of all, because of anything to do with your mother, is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's, it's such a cliche response for, like, a joke character to be like, oh, like, you, you know, how many women are you, are you, casual, are you friends with, right? That you don't have sex with. Oh, my mother. How about my mother? <laughs> I can't have my mother. You know, whatever. I don't know who To critique myself for a second, I don't know what kind of question that is. How many women are you casually friends with you don't have sex? I don't know who's asking that. But whatever. <laughs> but, I, I like to think they were asking him this question, like, at the event, honoring men. <laughs> On the front lines of feminism. <laughs> but yeah, so he's, he called his mother sexy. Uh, let's look her up. Was his mother sexy? Uh, can we find this? His mother was Lee Stearns. Uh, she was an activist and unpublished, unpublished novelist who taught, heist, who taught history at an elite private school in the Bronx. I'm going to guess if she was hot, they probably would have published it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean. <laughs> some, you know, there's some CD publisher out there Look, I, who tried to bang hot girls. I just don't think it's normal to refer to your mother as sexy, even if she was sexy. No, of course. I mean, but like, like, like men sometimes if they have beautiful mothers, they call them beautiful. Like no, but, oh, but there is look, there is room. Like, like if I was giving a speech, I'm like, you don't understand. A lot of guys talk about their mother, and they just their mother, and like they they took care of them when they were young. And they nurtured them, and that's why. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my mom. She's got this fucking, I don't know, this quality. I don't know what you call it, but it's like, you just fucking, you, 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 her pussy smells good. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> it just fucking smells good. 
And then you start thinking about maybe maybe I could pretend I could pretend I could wear a mask and and, and pretend to be a salesman. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever, you ever knock on your own door of your house when you're a young man and you're wearing a a, a, a weird a, a mask, a bandana, and you're saying you're a, you're I'm a, I'm a, I'm a washing machine salesman, and you're trying to have sex with your own mother. <laughs> I'm Joss Whedon. I created Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Um, uh, very weird. Yeah. Um, weird guy. I don't know. So what did he do though? What is going on? We we have what we've heard so far is the stuff. He, like, why is there an article now? Let's skip to the end. I I don't know. I know. Like at first, it started with uh... a. <laughs> would be funny. Like he does his whole long interview. Where it's, and like they pitched it to him as like you know your side of the story or whatever, right? And like and he's but his like agents like nothing good can come of this. Like look, I haven't gotten work in a while. People, you know they uh they need to hear my side. Maybe maybe you know like, like you know sometimes these things don't stick. And you know once you hear like you know maybe these this court this court Cardelia, this this Cardelia woman, <laughs> she uh she don't sound so good. People hear about her rose tattoo, they think she's a slut. You know, whatever. I mean, it looks good. And then, like, you know, he calls his agent the day his publisher was like, it's just the same shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, what what did he do? Nothing, right? It's just what? what, what? Look, I think that's kind of the, the extent of it. Like, I don't think it gets worse than that, necessarily. I think we knew like, that two years ago. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh... I, I mean, is, is someone just out to get Joss Whedon? Well, I, I think they're trying thing. to explain maybe like when you put it in context of like him winning awards for being a feminist, it does kind of like well, seem ago. crazier. But but uh, you know what's interesting is that like if he tried to defend himself right now, like he tried to explain himself, he'd be like, like people are to get me. Like, I mean, they published this article like, two years ago. No, but they're republishing it. <laughs> the, the initial thing's fine. Those people were that was true. Yeah. But why are they republishing it? <laughs> Ask yourself that question. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Um, I like the one where, uh, Spike realizes that he, oh, oh no, actually, I like the one where a, uh, Buffy's nemesis creates a bot that's in love with him and Buffy has to destroy the bot because it starts, uh, killing people. I like the one. I like the one where uh, that guy um, just starts biting his mother's pussy. <laughs> he goes, I'm a vampire. Wee! And then no one, no, no one slays him. And that is a good one. It's a whole movie of Joss Whedon. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, do you feel bad watching the show now that that's you know been found out? You feel guilty. You feel like he's, you're kind of to blame? No, I mean, look, I, wa- I watch all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watch. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, look, I, it's a weird note to end on, the, the Whedon boy. Uh, usually we say we wish him the best. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope he doesn't, like, you know, try to seduce his mother. Right, She's yeah. probably very old now. Um, I mean, she might, look, she might feel look, the I'll, same I'll way. Say she I might feel the, the same. Best. She might yeah. feel the same way. 
Imagine if they got together if, after all, if like something good came out of this and then him and his mom, you know, started dating. Mm. Kissing. That would be a great way to end that story. Yeah. And now we he tried to prevent life. He took one pregnant woman and told her to go fuck herself. But uh, told us to to get to dump that thing, dump that thing down the toilet. But uh, now he's dating the woman who was pregnant with him. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you? <laughs> they can find me on this podcast okay. uh, no, 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 next sorry. week. All right. Uh, I didn't mean to phrase it that way. We are, I'm just trying. I was giving you a chance to promote something if you want to. Uh, I Whatever, mean, it's fine. Look, I mean, it I don't open, need to sorry. do a po- Go on the Patreon. We got Patreon. comes out every week. It's phenomenal. Uh, the link's in the description. It's five bucks to get an extra episode every week. For five bucks a month, not a week. Five bucks a month, extra episode every week. Crazy if true. Wow. It is true. Uh, so check those <laughs> <laughs> Check those out. Sign up for that. Enjoy. Have a great week. Uh, how's this work? Maybe.